The Auburn top. Man, it is freezing in here. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day out at sea. But I am joined by Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. And man, the the big news yesterday, and there's a lot of little nuggets all over the place as far as what this coaching staff is starting to put together. And we'll touch that on that in a moment. But Grayson McCall. Coastal yeah. Carolina quarterback has been dominant in the Sun Belt the last three seasons or so. He's been incredible. Um, also polarizing, great energy. There's just so much to great like hater. about his style. Yep, there's a mullet. Um, Auburn people <laughs> totally get behind that if that in theory happened. But there's more smoke tied to him entering the portal than any other quarterback that has entered the portal so far. And to me, that is exciting. But- very exciting. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine a better quarterback for a Hugh Freeze system uh, than Grayson McCall as far as, like, guys in the transfer portal. He loves to run. Uh, yeah. Completes pass. He doesn't just have a, like, off-the-charts arm strength, but, like, he is extremely accurate. He's always going to be around 70% or higher. Uh, his touchdown-to-interception ratio is insane. I think he's thrown less than 10 or something like that his whole – his whole career. Um, yeah, there, I, I'll, I'll be honest. There was smoke last year that he may he may be looking at Auburn. And I don't know if it was the the depth chart. I don't know what it was, if it was Harson, whatever. But he just came out and he's like, I'm just staying. I'm staying. I'm staying at Coastal, you know, for, for another year. Um, I think, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense now that uh, he would, you know, go in – he really – I feel like he needs one more good, solid year to uh, cement himself as, you know, maybe like a top three or four player in the draft uh, in 2020. I guess it would be the 2024 draft. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't I can't imagine a better quarterback. I can't imagine a better fit uh, than, than, than Grayson uh, McCall if it were to work out. Yeah, no, I'm there, I'm there with you, man. I'm there with you. So – the, the energy behind that move would be pretty polarizing. Is there – if you let's say I, it's not necessarily Grayson McCall, but somebody of that caliber, right? Sure. How do you think that impacts the um, – how do you think that impacts Robbie? Robbie so, Ashford. So I thought about this a lot. Uh, I've actually thought about this a lot. Like I've been talking about the kid from NC State. You know, guys that could pop that are possibly going to be one and done scenarios, and I'm and you know I in my I'm of the mindset that 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 doesn't really I feel like that doesn't really benefit Auburn a ton. But then you think about Robbie, and I I've just heard Freeze say such glowing things about Robbie. He does has no desire to move him positions. He wants him to play quarterback, but it's like. Is he is is Robbie a hundred percent ready? I, and I think you can't it, as high as the stakes are right now. I don't know that you can just one hundred percent. You know, if you're Hugh Freeze, go into next year with that being it. So if you can't, what better way than to have a guy that's only going to be here one year, who's got a, a wealth of experience that Robbie can 
rotate with, and they sort of play the same game. You know, run hard, uh, make plays with your feet. Yeah. Um, if he if Grayson were to get injured, Robbie's right there. But um, just somebody that Robbie could, uh, you know, learn from if he can be patient. And I think that could end up being even, like, way better for Robbie than if he were to just, just be playing right away. I, I don't know. I may be overthinking it a little bit, but uh, it, and because I really want the Grayson McCall thing to work, but I really like Robbie too. It's just like, man, do you just go into the season, you know, how is the shoulder going to heal? What do you do? I mean, yeah. He, he had accuracy issues. Is that all? Is he he that... did an interesting class, though, yeah. Charlie Five, because he transferred, right? He's a retro freshman. He doesn't have the yeah. – I don't see it. Yeah, so he's already, yeah, he's already transferred. I don't see how he could be up for a grad transfer at this point. So, um, he, I feel like he'd have to stay unless he just he wants would to sit to, out yeah. somewhere. And he doesn't want to play any other position. Like, he wants to play quarterback, so – and I think that's where Hugh wants him. I think Hugh Freeze wants him there. I do too. So I do too. It's an interesting thing. I, I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I'm higher on Robbie than a lot of people right now, which is weird because I wasn't going into the season, but he kind of won me over with some plays and how he handles himself most of the time. I still think he's an emotional player. Yeah. Um, but you want a little bit of that in your quarterback, right? And so I think that doesn't bother me as much as it does other people. Sure. Yeah. I, I think. Like I want and he does too. Yeah, he, he's a dude that's going to fight for you, and right. and you want that guy leading you. Grayson McCall's the same way though, and so if Grayson McCall could pull that off, that would be um, that'd be wild. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with all of that. Charlie Five, I want to get your thoughts on the big coordinator hires that happened over the weekend. We'll touch on that in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at. Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is the best place to um, to get your meat buy and self um, going this holiday season. It's insane the deal that they're running. Omaha Steaks has cut prices 50% site wide to make you the gift giving hero that you've always wanted to be. The holidays are here. Achieve gift giving greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious. Omaha Steaks. So all you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code locked on. We got um we got a we bought this gift for somebody a year ago. Um he married my mother-in-law in the meantime, but we went up there and we actually cooked some of the steaks and they're, they're very good. They're very, very good. Highly recommend. So head over to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code locked on. It's a great deal, folks. Be sure to check it out. Omahasteaks.com. Use promo code locked on. Our guest, Charlie Five, joining us. All right, so Philip Montgomery and then Coach Roberts leading the defense. Your big picture takeaway from both of these guys is what? So I'm going to say – I'm going to give you one word, and you're going to – you're probably going to – you're going to say what whenever I say it because uh, it's it, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unpack it though, okay? The one word that jumped to me when I really sat back and thought about these two hires – was recruiting okay and you're and you're probably thinking huh those guys are not really known for recruiting but you know who not is right. you know who is Hugh Freeze Hugh Freeze came sure. in Hugh Freeze came in saying uh he was thinking about for the first time in his career you know I, I I got a chance now with coaches that are calling me I can take a step back 
and I can do the things that I need to do to build this roster. And he's all, all like from the time he's been here, he's been recruiting. From the time he's been here, he's been talking about building this roster. And what better way to do it than literally hire two former head coaches on both sides of the ball that can call plays, they can run their perspective, uh, their perspective sides of the ball, and Hugh can oversee, and then Hugh can put the focus on rebuilding this roster. That that's the 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 more and more I thought about the the hires, the more I fall in love with them. Uh, you got uh, you got Ron Roberts, who has an unbelievable uh, defensive resume, unbelievable defensive coaching tree, uh, and then you got Philip Montgomery, who heck he won ten games at Tulsa. He's got experience uh, pl- uh, calling uh, plays with Art Briles. Worked with some incredible quarterbacks. I mean, the more and more Did he called plays for Art Briles. I've seen articles where Art says, like the very end of the Baylor the Baylor run, he absolutely. I took a step back tr- and was able to trust Philip Montgomery to call the plays. One hundred percent. I'll try to find the article and link it. Uh, yeah. So he worked with RG three uh, when when they were lighting it up. I, I just I love it, man. I love. I, I am a big uh, proponent of recruiting. And the best recruiter on this whole staff is Hugh Freeze. And what he just did was put people in place to free himself up to be able to go recruit his you-know-what off. And he's been doing it, and he's going to continue to do it, and uh, it fires me up. So on tomorrow's show, be sure to come back for tomorrow's show. But I'm joined by Drake Toll, recorded it this morning, actually. Um, He hosts Locked on Baylor. Um, Shocked in disbelief Baylor folks cannot believe he got this opportunity. Oh, they don't think he's that good. Um, they don't think he's that good. Which I thought was interesting. Well, that's how, I mean, it's always going to be there. It, it's, it, he's not good, but he had a top 10 scoring defense in the country last year. Oh, I'm sure Aranda was calling all the plays. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of his footing. Right. And be sure to listen tomorrow to the show. Um, yeah. Cause, cause I want people's thoughts on it, but. That was his footing, right? It's like it was Aranda's defense. It was Aranda's defense. Okay. And Aranda's defense is Robert's defense. Robert's hired Aranda into coaching. So Aranda's defense is Robert's defense. So yeah. I mean, I don't know where you go. Where do we go from here? (laughs) Now he did love Philip Montgomery, one L. Philip Montgomery with one L. Um, he loved he loved that move. He absolutely loves that move. So be sure to, to do that. But um I don't. It, it is kind of weird, but both of these guys got fired and they kind of fell upwards because like, I think the Auburn OC job is probably a better job than the Tulsa head coaching job. I assume his pay will be more. I'm assuming that. Um, but like you said, like ten wins at Tulsa, like that's. What else do you want from well, the Barry guy? Odom, Barry Odom just left. Barry Odom just left the SEC defensive coordinator position to be the head coach at Tulsa. So I mean, maybe I, I don't know that that's necessarily. I think head coaching, regardless of where it is, is is a head, is a step up is a you. step up from being a coordinator. Um, I got you. Yeah, I don't know. How, I, just, I I think I don't I don't think it's I don't I get what you're saying. They were fired. Uh, Philip Montgomery was fired as a head coach. Okay, so mm-hmm. head coach calling plays is two different things. Um, and he probably found that that was a lot harder to do than he than he anticipated. Um, the 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 Robert situation is a lot different than just straight up saying he got fired. In my opinion, uh, Jim uh, Leonard is also in that coaching tree. And I think 
it was sort of a mutual, it's sort of a mutual parting of ways because yes, you can go hire the younger version of me basically is what, is what it is. And I think he's probably going to end up being the defensive coordinator at Baylor. Uh, I, I, again, uh, I'm interested to hear his opinion. Um, I, I've seen a lot of Baylor guys that were sort of questioning it. Maybe they thought if you had to get rid of a coordinator, you might be looking at getting rid of Grimes over, over Roberts because uh, the, the defense has, has performed really well over the last several years. And, you know, some of the, some of the stuff they've – the losses they've had, they haven't been able to – you know, maybe keep up, uh, keep up with uh, some of the high-powered, high-powered offenses. But um, I'm anxious to hear what he has to say. Yeah, um, the whole Philip Montgomery run game expert, yeah, paired with Hugh Freeze. How do you think that's going to match up logistically? Is that all in like game prep? Or do you think that happens on the sideline as well during games? Or do you think it all happens kind of in the fill room before Saturdays roll around? I think that's a that's a pre-deal. I think that's something that happens uh, maybe even before the season. Uh, maybe that's how you, you know, you get after it. Because Freeze, for the most part, I, I, as of late, he's done – has a whole – has done better with, you know, having a power run game. But, you know, he was a guy that even at Ole Miss where – did not have a lot of big time rushing rushing numbers. There's a lot of passing, a lot of uh, receiving to running backs out of the backfield. So, um, I think that's something that you just kind of take and you and you mix together beforehand. I don't think it's going to be like I'll call the run plays, you call the the pass plays type thing. It's like, hey, let's see what you do here and how we can mix it together, and we'll just build a game plan around around that. I, but but yeah, you're right. That's one thing that Montgomery's known for is being able to run the ball physically out of those type of formations and, 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 and things like that. So uh, that's also uh, very exciting. Neither of these names were like super talked about Yeah, going into it. What do you think that is? Do you think that is Hugh didn't get his first guy, his first few guys, or do you think we just missed on it? So I think that we probably had it, – it seemed pretty clear that, you know, Chris Kiffin was probably the, the number one defensive coordinator that that he had targeted, that he wanted to have. And we maybe were waiting on to see how the Brown season would shake out. And then ultimately I think he just didn't – it was asking too much money or didn't want to get back into college, college football. But, I mean, Lindsey had his name out pretty early. And there were some people that – that threw it out early, but you were like, Ugh, at the time, you didn't want it because you had sexier names in mind. So I would say sure. – def- I don't think he's probably as, was the first the first call, but I would imagine he was, you know, within the first few people that were talked to for sure. As far as Philip Montgomery goes, uh, that one I've never – I never even had heard that name before uh, up until, you know, two days No, I, I had to learn who he was. Yeah, t- yeah, up until two days before, you know, it actually happened. So – that was that was sort of out of the blue, but I don't know like how quick was he fired from Tulsa. I don't know when that whole thing went down. Is that something that arose after he was let go? Um, that maybe it wasn't on the radar until after the season was over. Like I, I don't I don't know how sure. that whole situation. I mean, he coached the whole year. I think he went five and seven. So uh, you know, was he fired? Well, he was fired. He couldn't have been fired more than a few days before he was hired. So. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how that whole how that whole situation played out, but I know they've been talking for at least a week or so, week uh, a week plus. So 
they're able to keep stuff. Yeah. It is crazy how quiet they're able to keep these things. Uh, and then it's awesome. It's names pop. Yeah, all these hot boards. It's like, you know, sometimes we're right. And, and I think we kind of knew the Hugh Freeze thing, right? And, and the lane stuff. But yeah, yeah. the coordinators thing, that was, that was pretty impressive. I'm more excited about the Montgomery hire at OC than I am the Robert hire at DC. Um, just the more I look at this Montgomery guy, the more I'm like, dang, he's been a part of some pretty successful offenses. Been a key part of some really successful offenses with Heisman Trophy winners and the like. So I love that. I love what he did at Tulsa for the most part. Obviously, you know, this past year, this past season warranted him getting fired, I guess. Little shocked of like the the length of the leash at Tulsa, but it is what it is. Um, I like it more than the Robert tire. I just do. I, I think the Robert tire is solid. It's not flashy. And a lot of the times these safe, solid hires end up working out. Just right now, I'm not getting a whole lot of an emotional reaction from it. Sure, and I, I, I'm probably if if I had to if I had to pick one, I would say I probably feel the same way. Uh, mostly because I just don't think uh, I think we have a better chance to be decent on offense than we do on defense for next year for some reason. So it's like, but then again, I don't know what name. The only thing that would probably would have made me more excited was if it was, you know, a big recruiting name. And then what do you sacrifice from on, you know, the X's and O's side? So I would probably feel the same. I probably feel the same way. I feel like Philip Montgomery brings a little bit of heat to the quarterback room. Um, should excite some kids. Maybe pull like we saw, like I said, we saw Grayson McCall go in the portal shortly, you know, shortly after, you know, this hire was made, I guess within 24 hours after this hire was made. So, um, you know, yeah. He had to maybe there was something to maybe there was something to that if he ends up at Auburn. I, but uh, yeah, I'm with you there. I get it. I get it. I think we're going to end up sure. really liking this dude though. He just looks like an old, like tough defensive no get after your butt kind of stuff, coordinator. Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. A lot of rumblings that maybe this recruiting class could end up being a top 15 recruiting class. Charlie Five is going to tell us the steps where that needs to happen in just a moment, right here on. Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. The, you got to try their newest flavors. Cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper. They also have white chocolate peppermint granola. It's Built's take on granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. They also have candy cane brownie puff, Built Puffs. They're like being uh, biting into the universe's most delicious cloud, but it's all protein. Very low in sugar, very low in calories. Keeps you full, longer. 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and, uh, yeah, just 130 calories in most bars. So get 15% off your order right now by using the promo code LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-1-5, LOCKEDON15 for 15% off. That is at Built.com. Charlie Five, our guest, as he joins us every Charlie Tuesday Hugh Freeze is kind of tweeting out the bat signal things, different like board games and pictures of him catching a fish and a lot Big of fish. things going on um, about all of that. Yeah, it was a nice fish. Good for him. But um, they're doing it like he, they're they're spending every second of their lives recruiting and focusing on talent acquisition. And it seems like kids are, are responding. So if they want to take this next step, right, get into the top 15, which – I think we all would have thought it was crazy a month ago that this was even a conversation. 
what do they have to do? What are some of the next steps in your mind that they have to do to achieve this? Absolutely. Well, number one is just numbers. Uh, your 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 class is ranked low right now. Honestly, sheerly based off of the the class size. Uh, you yeah. have like what well, we have like twelve commits or something like that. Uh, yeah, twelve total commits. So as you number one, as you start to fill out your class, your rankings are going to go up just in general. Number two, you're going to have to pull off some flips. You're just going to have to at this point of time. In this point in time, the the amount of like uncommitted guys that are out there that you can go, you know, get and turn in, into Auburn leans within uh, a three-week span, there's just not a ton of those. Now, there are some, and there's some big ones. And if you hit them, uh, and Hugh's going to have some in-homes with a couple of them, uh, guys that have been to Auburn a ton of times, um, the, the, the Carver kids, uh, you're going to shoot up big. But flips are going to be your big, your big deal. Um, and I, the, you talked about the bat signals and stuff. I think they're trying to signal maybe we, we've got some behind the scenes that we're going that, uh, that are either on board or uh, they're, they're going to be on board, um, things like that. Uh, and they're all, for the most part, the rumored names are, are all pretty highly, you know, highly thought of, highly ranked players. Um, there's yeah. some top there's some top JUCO offensive linemen that that are looking hard at Auburn that we think we can get. Uh, there's some very very high rated DBs that that Auburn feels really really good about. Um, so you got just that's sheer numbers. State kid. Yeah, K uh, K and Lee. Um, that that's that's one that I would you know he's probably incredible. Keep. His stuff is so good. Yeah, I would probably keep my eyes on him. Um, yeah, but like him, I mean Tony Mitchell. Uh, could you can you flip a five star DB that's committed to Alabama? I mean. Was he here? Was he not here? We don't, you know, yeah. we don't know. There, there is a lot of, there is a huge relationship there with, with, uh, with Zach. Um, you get that kid, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna shoot up. You know, Connor Lou was here this past weekend. You know, the guy we flirted with uh, for a while, and he ultimately, uh, we thought he was on the verge of committing. Ultimately, went to Miami. Um, is he could be back in the fold? Like that's a four star guy. Uh, interior lineman who could possibly start next year. So they're, they're yeah. uh, numbers and flips and then closing. You just got to close. You got guys you've been talking to. Um, you got guys that have been working with, um, you know, the different coaches that are, that remained on staff. Um, you got a couple of, a couple of guys in South Florida, you, you, you know, you're trying to uh, reel in your, your Langston Hughes guys. You got a couple of those dudes out there that if you can get, uh, I mean, I and Keith Niebuhr, Keith Niebuhr posted it today. He said, hey, I, the, from what I'm hearing, top 15 is definitely in reach. So if Keith awesome. says it, if Keith says it, then you know he's hearing True. even more yeah. than than what we're hearing. So uh, I think right. it's definitely in reach, and I think it would be probably one of the most incredible, you know, recruiting feats that I believe you could – I can remember if, if that were to happen. Yeah, so. and it's like you, you look at next year, you look at the 24 class, and it's like, oh, Hugh has a whole year to work on that one. So that, yes. that'd be – the energy would be around this program. Um, there's no question about it. Charlie Five, how can people find you, hear you, love you, all that good stuff, buddy? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. Uh, you can find me in the Locked on Auburn Discord like every single day. Uh, and then you can listen to me on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. 
You can find all of my written work at auburndaily.com. That'll be a little lighter than normal, but still Lance, Lindsay, and the guys will do a great job with all of that. And Locked on Auburn, we'll be back tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.